Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is on your collar? Is that a pin? My Nana. What kind of a name is Nana? My... <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Can you tell what it is? It's uh, candles? They're uh, sardines. Sardines. Oh, that's wow. my, nana, my nana got it for me. Or My nana got me a card with sardines on it and then got me this other gift. And she was like, well, I bought the sardine uh, card for you because of your tattoo. And then I was checking out and the lady was like, oh, we also have a pin with sardines on it. So I had to get it for you. <laughs> nana. Oh, nice gifts. So she's and everybody was just like, I think the most surprising part of that gift is that Nana's accepted that you have tattoos. Yeah, she's tuned in to like <laughs> embracing it. Yeah, that's impressive. Did, did she ask you why you got sardines tattooed on your body? Told her I just thought it was a, a great snack. I mean, I told her the whole story about how <laughs> I was like, well, you know, now not, not it's a, a great snack because it's a good <laughs> picture because it's a great snack. <laughs> you get kickback from Big Sardine on the regular. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. If your business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people. Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people. Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and big tuna, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, Big Turkey. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. <laughs> Couldn't hear that. that. <laughs> There's supposed to be a drop there. Shit, wait, let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <It's, laughs> you can hear it. You, you just can't make ha! it out. <laughs> is that yeah, what it is? is? That what that is? <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> There, there we go. go. Okay, it gets so quiet at the time. end. Yeah, was oh, it quiet? Oh, dear. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, I'm so uh, rusty on the drops. We're gonna leave all this in. How about this one? Boy, I will hammer spank your rear. <laughs> there we go. That was good. Right, there that was we go. Good. Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. We were gone last week. <laughs> <laughs> we were gone last week to celebrate the holiday, and we're very excited to be back. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> And drop crazy, apparently. Well, we have uh, to make up for lost drops. Exactly. We had a lot of people write in and say they were missing them. So little extra sauce on the dinner today, huh? Just, just <laughs> hey, cut loose. Let them let fly. <laughs> especially. But it's my thing now. Stay on the way. That's especially when Sean is talking. That would be preferred. Great idea, Dwight. <laughs> So far, these have been kind of They've relevant. Been, yeah, they're yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. Yeah. Really try uh, to derail our trains of thought sure. as much yeah. as possible. Uh, this is our, we're going to call this our year-end voicemail special. 
Um, so we are That's really right. excited. We've had some voicemails uh, uh, piling up in our pile, and uh, excited, get <laughs> <laughs> excited. To start. I have a pile uh, of cassettes in my backyard that people just throw on to the pile and just yeah. go out there and rifle through them once a quarter. Yeah. So for today, we'll 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 do a bunch of voicemails. Uh, if we if time is permitting, we're gonna go to the conference room for a couple of. Uh, ordinary things style questions and then we will finish up with some listener provided trivia mm. before we get into our main topic for today though um i want to uh, plug our uh, our biscuits with the boss season two. Oh my god wait uh, you guys is, put that out this is our we uh, you might remember that we did a podcast about ted lasso season one we just did um another uh you know another like install part uh, two, we did podcast. a two-parter for season two of Ted Lasso. We've released yeah. our first half, which is episodes one through six of season two of Ted Lasso. And I think the day that this episode you're listening to comes out on Thursday, we will be putting up the second uh, episode seven through 12 of season two on of Ted Lasso. Patreon. It is on, on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. So it, it was a little wedding uh, gift for our tots. Wedding gift. Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. It's still on my mind. <laughs> a little Christmas gift <laughs> for the tots. Um, and yeah. it is available along with all of our backlog of mailbag episodes going back for a couple years now. Uh, Holy moly. There's a lot of extra episodes sitting on Scott's tots. So uh, if you want to join up just to listen to that and a few others be our guest. Um, yeah. We'd, we'd love to have well, you. For... Well, for the Ted Lasso season two, we did follow our first half, second half format. Uh, first episode is about episodes one through six of season two, timed at 45 minutes plus stoppage time. Second episode, episode seven through 12, 45 minutes plus stoppage time, following the format of a football match. It was really fun. We had a great conversation. It was fun to uh, to talk about that show. It's, it's a like a really fun and unique show, and uh, I hope that you'll check it out. So. Yes, go patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become Scott's tot. Uh, uh, join and quit, or you stick around and keep asking us, hanging out with us all year. It'll be fun. Uh, and thank you to our Scott's tots for supporting the show. Okay, let's get into uh, this uh, this pile. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. so let's get some voicemails. All right, we're going to start here. Uh, we're going down to Georgia. Georgia with a molasses just kind of falls out of, your out of your mouth uh, to Lonnie. What up, my nerds? Hey, this is Lonnie <laughs> calling from Tipton, Georgia again. So nice. I was thinking the other day about how Michael makes all of us cringe all the time, and that's that's Michael's charm. But I also love it when Michael, every once in a while, has one of those grown-up moments. More and more of them is he gets to know Holly. But even before that, there's just these moments where Michael kind of unexpectedly shines, and I, I seriously get a little teary-eyed at those times. One of my absolute favorites is uh, during the uh, Dream Team episode when Pam's flipping out, and he just looks at her and he says, I want you to listen to me because I'm going to tell you the situation we're both in, okay? You quit your job. I quit my job. We both quit. Those are the facts, kiddo. And he goes on and he talks about how he flunked out of math, but then he scored more hockey goals the next day and says that he always does better under pressure. Um, I love these Michael grown-up moments. What about you guys? What are your favorite grown-up Michael moments? Thanks, guys. Bye. 
Awesome. Thanks, Lonnie. Great question. We had another uh, caller also ask a similar version of this question. Sam okay. called and asked that, too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I, I think it's a great question. Um, <clears throat> Michael's most mature moments. I Definitely. I, I love these moments, too. I, I love when they kind of catch you off guard, which is why I think one of my favorites is Creed's birthday, um, Survivor Man, uh, when uh, Michael kind of shows up at the end and explains yeah. to Jim that, that a lot of the things he does are deliberately to lighten the mood and not, um, you know, maybe not so much him just like um, child, childishly look, searching for attention. They're mm -hmm. actually intended to make people, you know, yeah, lighten the mood. I, 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 that's an oddly adult moment for Michael, I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I love these moments and, and a number come to mind. I think... The second half of season seven, Michael is very zen, especially as he gets closer and closer to Holly. He has this personal growth. He exercises Todd Packer from his life. Um, so many of them happen in the Goodbye Michael episode. Mm -hmm. The one that came to mind specifically or immediately is when uh, he gives Oscar that puppet and then oh it cuts God, to yes. Michael laughing and he can't contain his laughter. He just accepted it. He has the lowest opinion of me of anybody. <laughs> he's, he's, he shows self-awareness. You, you, you're saying you like that part. I do, yeah. I don't know. I feel para like... Para <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. That has always been one for me that I'm always a little bit caught off guard by. That I'm not exactly sure if that's what Michael's real reaction would be. But, but there, mm. there are some other ones that I think are... are... The first one, that, first one that came to mind for me... Um... Is, isn't did I stutter at the very end? Just his talk with Stanley of being like, all right, you don't respect me. Like, I accept that. But the way Definitely. he tells him specifically, the way he says, um, I can't allow it. There's that moment. It's the most like managerial boss-ish we see Michael. Um, just the phrasing of that does a very good job with it. Um, I think he also does this. I, I, I don't know. There, there's... There's obviously the booze cruise is the big one when he gives, you know, Michael that kind of wise advice. Jim. Or sorry, Jim. It's not even that like wise of just like, because really what? BFG. BF, yeah, or BFD. <laughs> BFD, yeah. And like gauge date married. Gauge date married. There's emotional maturity in that scene uh, sticks yeah. with me as well. And uh, yeah. Never, ever give up. Yeah. <laughs> when two people find each other, what should keep them apart? Yeah. I, I guess another, uh, just similar to the Creed, Creed's birthday moment too is in murder when he's like, again, this is just a distraction. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we need to just distract them through this. Let us um, have this stupid little game, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, him uh, acquiring Michael's podcast company, his negotiations is probably the best we see him actually in a paper co company. <laughs> paper company in a <laughs> best we see Michael in a in a in a conference room. You know, actually, just doing wait some work. until Steve Carell acquires the Michael Scott oh, podcast oh company. Oh boy! <laughs> Didn't someone you're make talking a... about a multi million dollar buyout? <laughs> someone made a drinking game for our podcast. It was like anytime we say Michael Scott podcast company, when we mean paper company, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, he has some fatherly moments, uh, especially uh, with Aaron uh, is definitely one that stands out. The Glee viewing party mm -hmm. um, and uh, and even with Pam and her art show, mm -hmm. I think is a, is a really nice moment. But yeah, I, I don't, there's there's a lot of them, actually, when you start to look for them um, uh, at the end of business school. A good manager doesn't fire people. He hires people and inspires people <laughs> when he puts Ryan in the annex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anytime he's like low key. Secret genius. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good question, Lottie. Good question. Very Mm -hmm. good question. All right. Well, I think there's there's an extra weight to it because it's not against this character, but it is unexpected. So when he does have those moments of of, uh, clarity, maturity um, and wisdom, it is that much more striking. Well, it's interesting, too, because it's like even even um, how he's like explaining that there's like a reason for what everything he does at Creed's birthday party. You certainly don't see that in the pilot with Meredith's birthday party. Like he is definitely not deliberately trying to lighten the mood and things like that. He is being an ass. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, something changes at some point. But uh, let's let's move on to our next question from Chris. Yo, my name is Chris. I'm calling from Westminster, Maryland. Sorry, that's my seat, though. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I'm calling from Westminster, Maryland. I've called before. Um, I love this show, man. You guys are amazing. Uh, at the top, I just want to say, please, 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 please do a Ted Lasso podcast. I know you guys, it's not like you guys don't have lives or anything or other things that you're doing, but whatever, please. Please do a, a Ted Lasso podcast or come back to it or do it periodically because that's also amazing. You guys are the big part of the reason well, why Chris, I even we got news embarked for you. on uh, this journey of becoming a diamond dog, and I am finding one. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> anyway, hey. so, I just want to have, I got a trivia thing, question, statement, thing, whatever. Um, of all the characters in the office, which one would do you think is like very similar to a person in your family? What character reminds you the most famil- familiarly? Familiarly? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Which character do you feel like is the closest to like a family member of yours that you find yourself thinking you could be like in their family? Um, and it can be like, you know, a good situation or a bad one either way. Um, I don't know if, you know, if you might not want to drop names because, like, you might not want to, like, compare your husband to, <laughs> you know, I don't know, Ty Packer or something like that. Or, or well, like, your aunt, your uncle. Well, anyway, all right, I think that's enough. Uh, so I just want to say I love you guys so, man. And please uh, do the Ted Lasso podcast, please. Or just Thanks. <laughs> Love you too, Chris. Awesome. Thanks, Thank man. Wow, that's that's so super, yeah. super nice. Um, <laughs> happy to say uh, that Ted Lasso podcast is up now. But hey, um, uh, yeah, any any characters that remind you of of family members? I'll I'll start mm-hmm. because my nana reminds me of Michael's nana. Um, <laughs> uh, my nana is uh, what kind of name is Nana? <laughs> my nana is a businesswoman has a similar haircut to michael's nana <laughs> and uh you know she is only just about she's gonna move into she's like been a, uh she picked her retirement community and is gonna move in uh later this year um but i guarantee you she she'll be running shit like michael's <laughs> nana is um so uh it's and not and that she, much and i could money if I pitched something to her and it wasn't good enough, she would absolutely tell me to. That's great. I love you, out. Sean, but no. So who who else? I my my brother almost. I don't want this to to be mean. My brother almost reminds me of Dwight a little bit. Not in that he's so serious. Mm. Um, 
because he's actually a, a really fun person, but he he is the kind of guy who will pull you aside and tell you some crazy factoid every once in a while that's just like, how do you even know that? <laughs> that's good. I <laughs> the haircut call out is very is funny. Yeah. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's a yeah, yeah. That's that that's very true. Uh, I have an extra should I? Yeah, go, go. I have an I, I have an aunt who has similarities with Angela. I mean, I, I, physically, not really, but, but kind of in a way, I guess the response nature, very Christian and just, just the general energy sometimes when I was a kid, I haven't like been in touch with her in quite a while, but a lot of Angela energy going on for sure. Not, not, not usually in the cats, but just, yeah, I just, it was like, it was like interacting with Angela at times. I, I have an aunt who reminds me of Kelly in that <laughs> And that she will just like if we're at like some family event and she's not feeling it, she will just be like, "Oh, this is boring." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well, yeah, well, of course. Uh, I think for me, there are times when Stanley kind of reminds me of my dad, um, which is only because it, it seems like he's not mm. involved or paying attention, but he really is, and he's just like waiting for the for the moment yeah. to come in and say something, you know. Yeah. Um, I know, not, I know, Edwin's dad. I can, I can vouch yeah, for this for sure. Not in the uh, <laughs> definitely, not in the way that like, oh, he's not, he doesn't notice, or he's trying to sleep. Not, not in that way, but in the way that Stanley seems like he's just kind of there, but he's really paying attention, and he can, he can jump in with the right sort of, mm-hmm. uh, the right sort of thing. I, um, I feel I like every interaction it. I've had with your dad, like I talk a lot, and he's just making eye contact. <laughs> Just waiting for me to say something intelligent that he can respond to. <laughs> uh, and then I think to um, my sister, and then so I, I have one sister, but then I have a number of female cousins where that I'm very close to. So it feels like I have a lot of sisters, um, <laughs> and they kind of remind me of Pam that they're kind of always looking out for other people, mm, you know, mm. um, like in the background, even when those people, you know, you know what I mean. How Pam is kind of. Yeah. Keeping an eye on Michael, keeping an eye on a lot of those other people like that. That's the other one that comes to mind for me. Uh, my, yeah. I have a good friend and uh, Peter who who is also the officiant at my wedding, who has crazy gym energy. He is so mm. similar to Jim. Uh, he's is th- as tall as Jim. He has a similar like if Jim shaved his head, I think him and Peter would look kind of alike. Uh, also, Peter <laughs> does not watch The Office, doesn't like The Office, which is so Jim. <laughs> To be like, all right, well, everyone likes that show, but whatever. Um, and he's constantly told that he's like Jim, and so that makes him want to watch the show less. Uh, that's the most that's like direct like, person I know funny. that's like a character. The oh, way they man, talk you is know the what? same. Yeah. Something that <laughs> I'm kind of telling on myself a little bit here, but one thing that I have in common with Jim is that I don't like getting dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you do, when you do, you knock it out of the park. Yeah. Like it seems like something that I would do, right? Yeah. When you dress you up think? as the Boy Scout yeah. from, uh, oh yeah, Dallas, I dressed up as Russell. From I feel up one like year. that was enough for you to you. That was a Hall of Fame. Fame. Great costume. Hall of Fame, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, another thing about Peter can't stand Halloween. Doesn't go out. Doesn't dress <laughs> up. Doesn't do anything. Wow. Hates it. Sounds like a really fun guy. Now, I know Peter; he's awesome. Yeah, we're, I'm we're out to go travel. With I know. I'm, no, I can't. And Ellie, Ellie listens. He doesn't to every, listen to it. Ellie listens. His wife listens to every episode. So, yeah, he's gonna hear about it, and he won't care. Whatever. That's a great. Thank you, Chris. That's a great, great Wait, question. I want to oh. say. I just want to say this person is a much, much, much better person 
than this character. But if we had to pick a Todd Packer in our lives, it's Bob Goman, of course, right? That's Todd Goman. <laughs> Todd Goman. No, you don't. Okay, all right. I'm not going to get a laugh out of that one. If, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a different game if we have to pick someone we know for every character. That might be a future episode. Yeah. All right, all right. Anyway. Um, uh, well, cool. Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks thank you very much. Great yeah. question and a great voicemail as well. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, Derek. Hey, guys. Derek here calling from Salbury in Florida. Um, actually, originally <laughs> oh. from Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. About 50 minutes outside of Scranton, so I've been to uh, Four Richards, which is actually in a bowling alley. Been Very to cool. Chili's, which is not in Scranton, but Stonemore. And to Cooper's, <laughs> and the whole nine. I've been to them all, but um, love, love listening to the podcast. Do a lot of uh, a lot of driving for my job, so being able to listen to you guys all the time definitely helps break up that monotony. But I'm calling because I think you guys should do a five-round draft of the best pranks that Jim pulled on Dwight. There are so many of them. I would love to hear your guys' favorite. Uh, love you guys. Keep it up. Thank you. Thanks, Derek. I, I mainly played that one just to hold us to that episode idea because it's a great idea. Let's I, have I don't we think right we, now. Not that. We've not done right a prank now. draft. Or talk right, about Sean, pranks Number one pick. Number one pick. Let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done a Jim versus Dwight episode, but we haven't done a prank episode, and I think the way to do that is to do a, to do a we prank draft. We should do... A prank draft, but also open it up a little bit, like pranks that Dwight plays on Jim. Mm. Yeah, pranks that Karen plays on Jim. Oh, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Like, like you have gifts to pick that, one of. Oh, that's interesting. Gifts that okay. Todd Packer leaves for Michael. Like each <laughs> yeah. of us. Like if we do a prank draft, we each have to draft at least one prank that wasn't done by Jim. How about uh, that? Or something. Maybe. Yeah, I just you want. Know. I think like pranks in the show, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Good idea, Derek. Thank you. Great idea. And, and uh, thank you for calling in. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we can keep you company on the long drives. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, I got my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> on those long drives. These, just... are good. <laughs> sure. These are good. You're doing good. good. You're doing very well with the drops. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the gym <laughs> for a few weeks. Sorry. Yeah. All right, moving on here uh, from Sophia. Hi, this is Sophia calling from New York City. I have some beef with you guys because I have left many voicemails over oh, no. the last <laughs> month or so. And if you don't play one on the show soon, I will attack you with the north. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking about how in Company Picnic, David Wallace gets angry at Michael for, you know, releasing the news that Buffalo Branch is going to close down. And he mm-hmm. says that he told Michael that in confidence. I know you've talked about it a little bit on the show, but why do you think that David Wallace would ever convert confide in Michael Scott? I mean, Jim describes him as the world's worst confidant, and every time anyone confides in Michael, he ends up letting the secret out. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Zippity-boppity, give me the zombie. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Thank Thanks, you, Sophie. Sophia. I'm glad we finally did it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh that's I'm just glad we don't, we don't have That's a whole so attack funny. coming from under, from the north. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably on its way still, but <laughs> call it off. Uh, <laughs> um, that is a great question. I I can imagine a scene where David is talking to Michael and he's not paying attention, and he's like, "Michael, I have to tell you something. It's very secret, you know, but I have to tell you this because you know." I need your report on blah, 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 but we're closing the Buffalo branch. And then just, just that part sticks in his head. Like, but it's almost like maybe, maybe, uh, 
he's not sharing it with him just like oh, i just you know i'm stressed right now today michael and i'll tell you this in, in confidence <laughs> but i have to close the buffalo branch yeah i, I imagine i think i think we haven't done a proper david wallace episode well, and we will it's our next uh, next character episode uh, right as voted. voted on by our tots yeah okay and <laughs> it's a uh <laughs> okay we we see a number of poor judgment calls from David in the yes. show, even though he presents as this very yeah as very uh, buttoned up and very um, very competent in his job. But he does show poor decision in making a number of different times here and there, little little uh, little moments and things like that. Um, and this is one of them. I think it makes me wonder. He he has this trust in Michael because Michael's branch seems to perform so well, and th- there's that funny element of what is the balance between David getting involved in the Scranton branch or not. When he tries to pull himself away entirely and install Charles, Michael freaks out. Um, when he gets involved too much, he, you know, Pam, don't send me those notes. There's a, uh, I think David never really knows how to do with Michael, but he needs Michael because Michael's branch performs so well. Um, and I imagine he either told Michael in confidence uh, in, in a quick call, like you said, or maybe there was a call with the branch managers before the company picnic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even as a, uh, even as she said in the voicemail, I told you that in confidence. I immediately thought of that gym line. I confide in the world's worst confidant. Because we know that when Michael gets a secret, he suddenly just can't contain it. I'm surprised he didn't start dressing like David Wallace. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, th- this is the this is the devil's game with Michael, I think, that David plays. And I, I do agree. It was probably was like a memo or a heads up before the company picnic of like, we just want you to know that like, this this is our version of taking Buffalo out for one last walk in the forest before we put him down. Like, don't <laughs> bring it up or whatever. And I think for David, it was like, well, if you tell Michael ahead of time, there's a chance he might listen. If you don't tell him ahead of time and he finds out day of, he's definitely telling people. So I think he was mm-hmm. playing the odds. Um, you know what, too? There's a, in, in a, the beginning of season six... I guess this is right after Company Picnic. There's a thing about Jim talking about trying to keep Michael in the dark, but I should have known that Michael is way more dangerous in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think Michael. I think I think that one's more on Michael than David. It's just kind of tough mm-hmm. to. You just don't know how, what Michael's going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like in that level of management, I'm sure it's all just strategizing and stuff. And so at some point, David had to share that info with him knowing that this could backfire <laughs> i mean think about when he tells andy about the about the affair i mean he, he has literally the whole office being like michael don't like it shouldn't come from you don't tell him and he's like it's too late too late i'm already <laughs> walking note yeah. yeah and he like he just like hey i just like nope it's happening just like, crack in the window walk with me everyone telling him not to do that so he's he's even willfully just like no i'm gonna totally tell him sorry it must happen so I don't know. That's just Michael's thing. Uh, but a great question. Uh, thank you, Sophia, for calling and for leaving all those voicemails. I'm sorry we only got to it just now, but I'm glad we did. We, we Yeah, there's there's many. And I'll tell you what, now that uh, people are following the rules I set out, now there's a... <laughs> now I really, I got to go through a lot more now. Everyone is Learn quality. your rules. You yeah, have to everyone. learn your rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you don't, it won't get on the show. <laughs> all right, let's go to... Uh, moving on to uh, Brianna. Hey, MSTC, this is Brianna calling from Southern California. I've taken your advice. I'm not going to say any nice things, and I've written down my message. (laughs) I wanted to share a story with you about a game that my boyfriend and I recently created totally by accident. Uh 
We were watching The Office, and I started to feel tired, so I closed my eyes and turned over, and my boyfriend asked me if he should turn the show off. I reminded him that as long as I can hear the show, I can see the episode in my head. (laughs) So he kept it on, and I asked him what episode was next, and he was like, go ahead, guess. And after hearing the first 19 seconds of the episode, I immediately knew it was dinner party because I heard Michael Scott telling everybody that corporate wanted them to stay late. My boyfriend thought this was hilarious, and he continued to test me by choosing any random episode and having me hear the first 30 seconds or so. I was doing really well at first, uh, but it started to get pretty hard. So sometimes he would jump to the middle of an episode, and I would hear the context of what was going on, and I'd usually be able to name the episode, um, but not always. This was super fun, and I felt like other people should know about this. And if you guys are interested... I think it would be really funny to hear you play this game with each other on the show. All right. Thanks so much for your time. I hope you have a great day. Uh, Keep up the good work. Bye. Wow. Thank you. Awesome, Brianna. That is great. I, that's, that's a great idea. I really want to play that, uh, especially with Edwin guessing. Um, (laughs) My, my reaction. You want to play Sean? Shawnee boy, <laughs> well, do you want to play the game? Uh, okay, yes, of course. Shawnee boy, I would play... you like to play this game? I would like, I would like to play this game. <laughs> yes, but I just think that Edwin will be like un- unstoppable. <laughs> I, um, I had uh, two thoughts. The first one, when um, she was and outlining the the intro, like guessing based on the, the intro of the episode, I thought I love it. And then she said, <laughs> and then I had him jump to the middle. I love it more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I oh, feel yeah, like I am here for it. I am here for it. I feel like we could do a like I could either get the audio ready because we have to like someone has to play the audio. We maybe it's a set spike thing where it's like everyone it's mm. like all right, Sean, you have to you got to name the like season or the whatever, and then Edwin names the episode, or like you name the episode, yeah. Edwin names the exact scene or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be easy enough for us to come up with our own sound bites and then yeah. we just play those. For each other yeah. that's a i mean and yeah that would be that would be a, that could be a full episode that'd be fun that'd be really fun also um you know falling asleep to the office if uh, i'm sure that a lot of other folks have done that as well it's mm-hmm. it's a weird sort of training where you don't see the show and you hear the first little bit and you're probably falling asleep that's a yeah yeah love that i love yep. brianna i love to these <laughs> even though you like yeah <laughs> Th- that's something that I feel like Ryan says all the time. <laughs> what? Like, no, I'm listening it? to no. it. It's fine. Uh, no, are you me? no, I'm listening. <laughs> Please, like, right? <laughs> Never pause it. All right, uh, all right. Moving on to th- uh, thank you, Brianna. Next one is coming from Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm from Los Angeles. I love your show. The other day, I was doing some dishes and the visual gag from the show just popped up in my head and it made me think of that one time you guys talked about earworms from the show. Just little <laughs> lines that were really funny and, and really stick with you long after you've watched it. And there's definitely a bunch of really hilarious physical bits that uh, stick out in my head. And the one that jumped into my head in that moment was when Dwight was in the conference room trying to get everybody to hit the taboo buzzer to opt out of the, <laughs> the Florida trip. And, uh, Jim slaps him in the forehead and he stumbles back and accidentally taps the buzzer. And for some reason, that's one of those jokes that just always kills me and it sticks out in my memory. So I thought it'd be interesting to hear what your top favorite physical jokes are from the show. 
Anyway, love listening to your show. Enjoy it a lot. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Physical Thanks. earworms. Um, physical earworms. I, um, I worms. Who's your worm uh, guy? Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, D'Angelo, the way that D'Angelo is juggling balls off of Phyllis's head, just mm-hmm. that. Do you trust me, Phyllis? <laughs> just like yeah, his that. like mouth open. <laughs> uh, Michael, up. Michael walking on the crutches in the injury. Just anytime he has to open a door, yes, or get around in some sort of way, I, he can't use his hands. He has to use a crutch to do everything. Michael, yeah, oh, to open a door, like what do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, both times, Michael is submerged in water, both in the lake and in koi pond. The way yeah. he becomes this Freezes dead up, uh, <laughs> it sticks in my head. All it just, I think about it all the time. It's so Dwight's final kata forms. <laughs> <laughs> The way he throws himself into it, and and the and the blooper that also is, cor- is uh, that corresponds to it. Yeah, They're like we're never going to get this. Uh, <laughs> like Marvin the Martian. Yeah, yeah. The, the cold open where we where we we learn that Michael gets his jeans dry cleaned, and we just get a little <laughs> montage of the way Michael likes to look in his jeans. <laughs> yeah, the, this is little dance. The little shuffle the dance, dance on the table, <laughs> and then when he has both of his feet in the garbage cans, and he's. Like, <laughs> Uh, that little dance just uh, it lives in my head too. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Andy ones. We've obviously talked about the mm, the top lip Andy, mm. which <laughs> we laugh every time. Or Alex and I laugh every time yeah. that we bring it. In. Mm. Uh, but Andy has a certain way he kind of dances that uh, always makes me laugh. Um, what else you got? He kind of does like the chick, the Job's chicken dance for Rust Development when he dances. He almost mm-hmm. has a very similar mm-hmm. like look to it. Um, yeah. What 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 other ones you got? I mean, I I know I already mentioned it, but just Dwight doing martial arts, Dwight showing off his weapons. Oh yeah, specifically the the blowgun. Yeah, uh, in the bathroom. Um, yeah. Anytime Dwight does something like very physical, he's really, really funny. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 now I want to, man, I'm just trying to think of other ones. Uh, oh, Meredith, uh, belly dancing and Moroccan Christmas. (laughs) Oh, like that one a lot. I think about that. She's Oh, Daryl's Daryl's fall into the table. Oh yeah. Is top. Oh, that is is, is elite. Top class. Yeah. (laughs) Spin Mm -hmm. the ball. How about just Michael and Dwight playing basketball? Yeah. I mean, so much of that. Or uh, Michael dancing on Booze Cruise. Mm. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. about, yeah, the physicality, but for, specifically from Steve Carell and Rain Wilson. Really, really, uh, like, it's just the absurdity in the in the mundane. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But great question. Great question. Uh, let's move on here to Nami. Hey, MSPC, this is Nami calling from Bay Area, California, and um, I am a waitress at a Korean barbecue restaurant. It is a super stressful job, and we get a lot of really shitty customers, and I was just thinking about it today because I was at work and dealing with some shitty customers, and we have this employee area where we... um, like have our whole, you know, set up with all the stuff that we need to serve tables. And I went back there and I just started screaming, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. 
that all the time whenever I'm mad about, you know, work stuff. And I didn't really know what it was from. And then I was watching The Office, and I realized that it's what Andy says when Jim first puts his calculator in Jell-O. Um, which is so weird. I, like, I just have this subconscious office quote just stuck in my head and I didn't even realize that it was from the office. Um, another thing that my coworkers say whenever people are acting out of pocket is, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, but yeah, just wanted to share. Um, anyway, I'm also listening to your podcast right now. It's 1.50 in the morning. So thanks so much for uh, what you do. Bye. Nami, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for serving Korean barbecue to D bags. That sucks. <laughs> we, we've eaten Korean barbecue together, the three of us, and mm-hmm. um, I could see that uh, even among among restaurants is a very stressful job. Like as a, as a subgenre of restaurants, well, like it's stressful to manage like the timing with the kitchen, but like the kitchen is at the table. Does that... That's what I mean. There's it, just another yeah. layer of stuff you kind of got to deal with. And like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And there's so I, many I, different components to manage. People are also, there's like a lot of, uh, you know, soju and, uh, yeah. and yeah. beer and stuff being drank <laughs> at the table as well. So I can imagine. A lot of group customer. energies, which can get yeah, out of exactly. hand. Right, yeah, a lot groups. of groups. Yeah. I can only imagine what those customers are like. Yeah. A lot of people being like, this is a special night. Like, mm-hmm. this is our special thing we do, you know. And like, uh, and, and I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a, there's a deep level of entitlement when you're paying for like an all you can eat. Like you're like, I've paid my all you can eat bill. I'll, I'll do what I want. Thank you. <laughs> At least that's when I create barbecue. It's usually like a, you know, I told her you look very hot tonight. <laughs> Is that what Andy says? With Benny honest. Sorry. I probably beef that. Anyways, let's get to Nami's question. Beef, so what, <laughs> what is what are some um things that you just automatically say i mean i feel like one that just pop like pops into my head all the time for no reason whatsoever is just give me the beat boys like all mm-hmm. those little andy uh things um i uh, i just for, i say yes i just say that yes, regularly yeah. now mm-hmm. i like it <laughs> that's which is actually different than Michael saying, I love it. I love it more. Yeah. It's a creed saying <laughs> when they're talking about Bo Body going, I like it. I have a laundry machine. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a laundry machine. That's, that's what I think. One. That's one that comes to my head a lot. I have a laundry machine. Yeah. But I what are the ones you actually say now? Like, there's stuff, there is stuff I say. Yeah, that I'm I listening. Don't even... That's the problem I'm listening <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't even have the connection anymore with. The, I just say it now, mm, and like, yeah, yeah. And one a weird one for me is I say like, thank you. I say that a lot, which is doesn't seems innocent, but it is derived from thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> but I think about that when I start saying thank you. Oh, yeah, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. That's, that's one, one that gets used a lot. <laughs> You say that a lot? <laughs> oh, yeah. People are always lying to me. Lying son of a bitch. <laughs> uh. um, 
one that was in my head for so long that I genuinely did not know what it was from. And I guess in a way it's from a gajillion other things, but just the way that it said it was in my mind and I was like, God, that could be from anything. And it's a, you think this is a game? This is my life, (laughs) which is what, which is what Michael says during murder. I'm pretty sure. Um, (laughs) It's funny. There are a handful of quotes that Uh, I associate with like you specifically with you guys specifically, I think. Yeah. And, and that's one that I, I I can hear you saying, Sean, Mm -hmm. um, from, from, uh, from murder. Um, that one, you know, all the soccer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one. What uh, can I? Oh, we could give him a chance. It's not much money. <laughs> I, I always associate that with you. Well, um, that 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 is that is one of my favorites. Um, I think as far as you would say them, and you would not realize it from the office. Maybe it's like perfect and schlag. And oh. uh, cool, cool, box it up. I mean, those things. Just they. I think them so often. Um, right. And granted, it's a lot of times when we're planning this show. Um, um, but yeah, yeppers, ish, <laughs> things yeah. like that, things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, whenever I, <laughs> whenever Ryan asks me, are you listening? I always come back with the, yeah, I'm listening. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm listening. And then I say, no, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Can you say it again? <laughs> 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 okay. Uh I I would here's what I'd like to say more is don't know super care. I'd like to get that as oh, a nice. Yeah, that's good. I'd nice. like to get that in my rotation. Care. Yeah. I feel lacrimose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I mean Ryan and I like use petite the word petite <laughs> yeah. so guys- much that I don't even think about the fact that it is it is from quoting <laughs> like what is he bon saying? Yeah, bon mon petit fiance. <laughs> Goodbye, yeah. my, petite my petite fiance. fiance. Yeah. Uh huh. A great question. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, oh, shout Nami. out uh, um, to Nami also. Right, I believe she uh, she had one of the absolute highest minute oh, yeah. counts in uh, our, in Spotify Wrapped. The the photo isn't loading anymore. So last reason, episode but... we'd 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 asked. Of like, hey, can anyone top this number, right? Of someone who'd sent for their Spotify like minutes listen to our show. The photo isn't loading, but I believe it's forty-seven thousand minutes. Beautiful. Um, and uh, she says, admittedly, it's because she she falls asleep to the show, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah. And very and, and thank you very much for that. Yeah. Um, I guess the other person who uh, sent us this is Carlos, who who's listened to us for over eighty thousand minutes, which is truly incredible. Whoa. We um, we. You can do the math on on Google minutes to days. It's fifty five straight days. So hell yes, um, thank he told, you. He, he told us uh, that it was uh, moving out of a house. He he lived, he grew up in a house with ten people. It wasn't used to sleeping in a room without uh, sleeping alone. So um, again, uh, just amazing that we can keep people company. So Playing thank you, thank background. you, Carlos. Yeah. Thank you, Nami, for that. It's truly amazing, and uh, we really really appreciate. It. I I am honored to be someone's background podcast. You know, yeah, totally. That's, that's difficult to do i've been trying to get a i haven't i have another a mutual friend of all of ours and we've been tinkering playing around with the idea of a like sleep podcast for a while and i'm i'm just curious like if our listeners if people do you did you use 
a podcast for sleeping before us? Do you prefer us for sleeping? If you found another one, like if you wanted one that was more tailored for sleeping, would you listen to it? Let us know because I want to see if we should even do this show. We could even put the show out through under our uh, uh, as uh, as a, as an ordinary thing show. One of our shows. MSPC sleep with me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey, <laughs> monkey pee all pee. over you. <laughs> I was hit in the face with a pee-filled balloon. Damn. You find out the game doesn't exist. Poop Should've ball. Known. Poop ball. <laughs> ah. okay. Thank you again, Nami. Thank you, Nami. Uh, oh, last one. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you so much. <laughs> oh, oh. Last one it, of the thing that uh, I, I say in my head a lot, but I want to start saying out loud, which is this quote. When I'm looking at something incredible, I want to say this. No other animal on earth could do this. <laughs> no Maybe other beavers. animal on earth could do this. Not like this. Not like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's my spool. <laughs> All right. Before we go to the next voicemail, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This next question comes to us from Logan. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Logan from Seattle again, a.k.a. Date Logan. Uh, how do you like your voicemail this morning? Uh, my question is this. What office relationship or relationships awesome. do you wish were delved into further on the show? Uh, there are times where you get glimpses into relationships of minor characters, but they don't get the same attention that's given to, like, Dwight, Jim, Michael, and people like that. Uh, for me, I would love to see more time uh, delving into the relationship between Kevin and Oscar. Um, they seem to be best buds, uh, teaming up to bully Angela, uh, making jokes about vacations, um, keeping secrets about uh, the, the relationship with the senator. Um, they have a lot of small bits, but I'd love to see like a, an episode or something where they're more given more attention as like part of a central plot line. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, I love your show. I think it's great. And frankly, kind of amazing. <gasps> wow. Whoa. He put a drop in his he, voice. And now. he timed it in line with his own sentence. Man, he's yeah. gunning for your job. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, dude, thanks, Logan. Thanks Thank for you, calling. Um, flip you. Wow. Oh, you have a separate drop for each one of those. Oh, Grunts. Um, Do you uh, want to die? Okay. Do, uh, Logan, ask, what, what relationships do you want to see more of? Um, I guess the one that uh, first comes to my mind, maybe just thinking about rela- in thinking about relationships that we don't see enough of, Andy Bernard and Jessica mm. is one that's like, confusing because clearly Jessica and her family are perfectly normal, happy, regular people. And they seem um, to like Andy. Who love Andy. That cu- that one cousin at the at the bed right. party. <laughs> Sang. <laughs> <laughs> um I almost want to see 
the family event where like Andy's really nervous and accidentally keeps like saying and doing the right thing. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like something where he just accidentally gets these people to love him, even though it's like, once again, he's playing a character or he's, he said some lie that got them on his side or something like that. Like, I have a feeling that like Andy's in too deep with Jessica, like that clearly she can't love him for who he is because he's an idiot <laughs> oh you think he made he he managed to make himself look better than he was somehow i guess so i i just i i'm i'm just saying that like i'd like to see more of that relationship because i don't quite understand how he yeah yeah got yeah her I to mean, like him they don't so have much. much to do with jessica it's like it's a, it's a tough one especially in that Although, I don't know, that's later in the show. They got room for it. Yeah. I don't know. It's true. My first answer on this was uh, Meredith and Creed. I (laughs) Not that they have one that we don't see, but I would have liked them to actually have had a real friendship because based solely on their proximity where they sit and like their jobs. But I would like the idea that like Creed's whole thing is that no one knows who he really is. And like, he has all this secret life stuff going on. Meredith is kind of the same way, but she's much more honest about her stuff with people than Creed. <laughs> yeah. Not but ashamed she's, at she's all. still a bit of an enigma. And I think they could have had a really good friendship where like Meredith actually knows a lot about Creed, but she just is like, knows that I'm never going to tell anyone. Like she knows Creed. the game that Creed's playing a little bit. And um, Creed doesn't even know Meredith's name, but I, I, I think it'd be fun if, Meredith was the only person that Creed actually had any anything going with as far as mm-hmm. like actually knowing someone at the office. Um, <laughs> it just would have been funny to watch them have each other's backs in little ways over the course of the show and just like mm-hmm. pull some petty crimes together and steal stuff from people together <laughs> and schemes. Yeah. And like they're using each other's car. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe Creed lived in Meredith's van for like a year. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, I think uh, Logan really took the one that first came to my mind, which is uh, Oscar and Kevin. I think that's one of my favorite sort of... Oscar and Kevin? Uh, Yeah. Oscar and Um, Kevin. They're in accounting? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I missed that part. (laughs) That's what he said, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He Um, said I was dumb. Sorry, sorry. I... I agree. I think that that friendship is a little bit underdeveloped. I love their dynamic together. The two of them being two of the three accountants. Um, I I always love their dynamic and the fist bumps. Um, that mm-hmm. was always really good. Yeah. I think I would have also liked to seen yeah, women be shopping. <laughs> um, I think like there are a lot of little things like um, Jim and Kevin, the fantasy football. Mm. Um, when Jim mm. calls and he was going to talk to Kevin about some fantasy football thing, I would like to know more about that and what the office fantasy football league kind of entails. Yeah. Um, just, just those little background sort of relationships and friendships. I would have liked to see a little bit more. Yeah. I wish Hank had a friend in the office who he got along mm-hmm. with. <laughs> Again, that probably would have been Creed if it was anyone. I always wished that. And, and, and like now in hindsight, it's hard to see where there's really room for this. But I always kind of wish Jim. I used to think that Jim and Ryan could have had more of a friendship mm. because the two of them seem kind of normal, and especially when he comes back and in Benny Hunt at Christmas, Ryan steals all the good excuses. Mm-hmm. He says, "Look alive, Halper. Welcome back." Uh, I always liked that moment between the two of them. But obviously, 
we we see how much Ryan changes and how there doesn't really seem like there's that much room for that within his character. But I remember watching the show at that time. I kind of felt like there was an opportunity for more of a relationship between Jim and Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I, I am realizing now that I misunderstood the question. <laughs> I, started, I started thinking about my answer before hearing it out, uh, that it's, okay. it's more friendships than romantic relationships. But uh, Oh, everybody, Oscar found a reason to look on WebMD. <laughs> yeah. Michael says it hurts my feelings every time. <laughs> um, Gabe and Toby? I feel like they could Can't have had imagine some... what they would talk about. But I feel I... like they would have had some crossover interests that I just feel like they could have found each other in the annex and like Even Toby's kind of annoyed by Gabe. I know. Well he's but... he shouldn't be, man. Beggars I, can't I, be to... choosers, Toby. Toby and Dwight in uh Oh the trains. W- w- in the yeah, the trains. When they're investigating Daryl's and... injury oh, yeah. claim. And detective work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Really, I'd love to see it sometime. Yeah, it's a run-of-the-mill slaughterhouse, but come by anytime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about the yeah, trains. trains, crime. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. Um, oh, I had a great one. Um, oh, Phil- Stanley and Phyllis. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. I wish. I mean, there's that moment where Stanley and I are close. We sit close, but later on, there are moments like, I don't care. Just keep the ribs coming. They high five when they mm. go down to see the the Michael Scott uh, paper company. And they open the door. Oh, yeah. And then you remember Ryan and Stanley mm-hmm. just laughs slowly. And then I think he says to, I think Phyllis says to Stanley, do you need to see any more? Or like, did yeah. you see, yeah. did you get what you wanted to see? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, give you you enough. One, I'll give you one yeah. more. Uh, in the blood drive, we see Stanley go in, say, oh, excuse me, could I get another cookie? Uh, mm-hmm. And he's got the cotton ball with the tape. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that's funny. We've been doing Band-Aids. And walks out of the truck. Phyllis is right there. It was Band-Aids. And they're both like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. That would have been the other one for me. That's yeah. <laughs> I think they, yeah, I think they do a really good job with those two. Actually, they give us just enough to establish there's a friendship, which is like those are the moments I want with like Meredith and Creed, just to see them like team up every now and then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, great question. Thank you, Logan. Okay, uh, let's see here. Oh, we. Got... <laughs> uh, oh, hang on, where was it? We got a few classics here i'll just play these real quick okay god damn it alex no drops what the fuck is going on <laughs> two weeks and then he left two more after this shitty wi-fi too god damn it alex <laughs> <laughs> another voicemail i didn't i didn't want to play the whole thing because the voicemail was basically like i need this drop uh and so i had to pull that out for him i love the uh i love when michael says (laughs) daryl the deleted scene now in boost cruise well michael says uh he says damn it phyllis i'm sorry damn it phyllis Uh, but hey, no, thank uh, you, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. All right, moving on. It, it, thank you, Thaddeus, for saying what we couldn't. Yeah. We... <laughs> uh, 
All right, uh, let's move on to Ray. Hey guys, it's Ray from New York City. I just called earlier, but I think I blacked out. I was so nervous, so I'm going to try again. Um, I was watching. I finally signed up for Peacock, and I was watching The Office, and I got an ad in between, and one of them was for Princess Unicorn, and I was so shocked. I thought I was having a fever dream or something. Like, I could not believe that it was real. I thought someone really made the product. Um, so I was curious if you guys have seen those, if you have any thoughts, and then if anyone has seen any other ads that have come out. Like, if there's one for Suck It, I need to see it. Thanks, guys. Whoa, what? I had no idea about this because we obviously... This is old. This is from February 23rd of this year. Wow, huh. Is it is it the princess? Because I haven't seen... I don't see the ads on Peacock because we, we have is, a show. Yeah, we have, ad, we have ad-free it's, Peacock. No, it's... So, like, you can look it up on YouTube, though. It's like mm-hmm. a Peacock Princess Unicorn official commercial. Uh, My horn can pierce the right here, sky. here. Yeah, let's um well no, let's link <laughs> Daryl, they're so elegant. The card is more beautiful than the gift. Pull, you, pull your mic back up. <laughs> yeah, let me just. There you this go. This is high tech here. <laughs> they're so elegant. <laughs> um, that's so awesome. That's really cool. I had no idea that that happened. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, because I mean, we yeah we have the we don't have ads on the Peacock, so uh, we haven't seen it. But that's that's really incredible. I'm so glad. It's they amazing made it. they would seed actual money generating ad space to. A fake ad. It's pretty cool. Or did they? I or imagine... did they make a princess unicorn doll? <laughs> Can you it's buy a, that? It's a. It I mean, they like made the props. Generic the looking Barbie with a unicorn. It's almost okay. like okay. a. It looks like it's like an SNL type uh, okay. sketch sort of a thing, but. Um, I mean, still, I think that's just fun. That's hilarious. There is. I mean, there are a couple things with this, like with the office. There was something I saw on Instagram, you know, the other day that just said, even all these years later, there's still new content. And it was that clip from, I think it's the Emmys, uh, where Aaron Paul walks into the office and he has the drop for Creed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I imagine a lot of people have seen, but it's possible that, that people have not. Um, there's like that, that element of extra content, especially with Peacock and the sort of one of the ideas with them reacquiring the show is that they could do more with all this unreleased content. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot of stuff that's come out. Since the show went to Peacock, I also wonder if there isn't an element of Peacock wanting to kind of endear itself to the Office fan base, because how many people were upset when it left Netflix, and you know they were like the people have said, you know, I don't want to sign up for Peacock, I don't need another subscription service, etc. Like, right. You know, I, I like you said, they're they're using ad space for this, but you know, it is maybe maybe it helps a little bit. Yeah, maybe think of all the other fake ads they can make too, like a shoe la la mm-hmm. ad, or Mike like Serial Mike Shack. Serial Shack. Mm-hmm. A horse boat ad, yeah. sorts yeah. of stuff. Toilet buddy, toilet guard. Sears said no. Yeah. <laughs> but a suck it ad would be also fantastic to see. Oh, yeah. Um, that is awesome. I did, did not know about that. Yeah. So thank you for for bringing that to our attention, Ray. Appreciate yeah, thank that. you, Ray. Awesome. And don't be nervous. Yeah, call us anytime. Oh, yeah, that was her second try, too. She left a couple, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's okay. Do not have to be nervous with us. Mm-hmm. 
we are, we're only going to play your voicemail to our to our whole audience. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay, uh, moving on here. Uh, let's see. This is from Evangeline. Hi, my name is Evangeline. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Love your guys' podcast. And I had a question or a what if situation. I know you guys did this recently, but what if when Pam and Michael go to visit Holly for Michael to get closure, we know that Holly's not there and he just ends up talking to AJ and all of her coworkers. But what if Holly was there? How would that change their, you know, future? And if they would ever get back together, would she just say it's never going to happen? Or also, what if he never got to, or Pam never got to steal Holly's letter to Michael? What do you guys think? All right. Good question. So now, I, that's interesting. I picked this for a couple of reasons. We we had actually had another voicemail that kind of had some similar territory that I'll get to in a sec. But I was thinking about Nashua, uh, and, like the the little things that happened for Michael to keep that thread of hope. And it was that's like the smallest it got was in that moment because he only looks at the computer because he like after he cuts his sleeve off and then he pushes the chair back into place and it bumps her desk. And yeah. Computer comes on, um, and he laughs, looking at the wallpaper, and then he, you know, leans in and sees the letter. And it's like that was if he didn't put that chair back in, he probably just leaves, and that's that. Um, mm. And you start to think about all the little things that have happened, and that like could have could have gone the other way. And you know, it's like this is a written show, so it never was going to happen. But um, well, it's funny because. Even though it keeps Michael's hope alive, it doesn't actually do anything to move their relationship forward because he basically just waits until she comes back. Yeah. Right? So, but but would, if she was there, would she kind of have to be like, oh my God, Michael, like, move on. Like, I'm mm. with AJ. Like Because AJ was there. I, yeah. I mean, you know, what, what does she say at one point uh you know michael your or no uh <laughs> helene says at one point michael your memory fails you miserably <laughs> maybe holly would have had a similar moment where she's like you know he just seems a certain way when he's in his own element when he's the boss and stuff like that but him coming in here i realized oh my god like he's an idiot well i think i mean holly does seem to appreciate Michael's sense of humor. I'm sure if anyone, yes. would, I imagine him presenting and she, her being the only one laughing in the entire room. Oh yeah. Um, I, I could see that, but I yeah. could also see her just instantly being terrified because she's also, she's just started a new relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. recently it must've started recently. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder. And she I would mean, feel wonder, pretty put yeah. on the spot. I mean, he didn't, yes. he didn't call ahead or anything. He just shows up. No warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the other reason I, I want to bring this up is uh, we had another voicemail from Becca who made a really good point I hadn't realized, which is similar to this one, which is if Jim had never made that initial move on Pam and Casino Night, would they have not ended up together at all? Um, because even though it doesn't work in the moment, the reason she leaves Roy the second time is that he freaks out at the bar once she tells him that Jim kissed her. Hmm. And he's like, are you kidding me? And throws the glass through the bar. And then she's like, all right, we're done. And she leaves. Right. So it was like, even though that move from Jim did nothing in the short term, is is it in fact the very reason that um, they ended up 
together eventually. So I thought there was a funny parallel between those two voicemails. I mean, yeah, and I don't even think it did nothing in the short term. You know, they break off the wedding over the summer break, so we don't really right. know the reasons, but you can imagine that it's because Pam's like, I, w- I was having a feeling it. about yeah. this, and now I'm having a stronger feeling about this. and Yeah. Well, I mean, Roy says you called off our wedding for the guy, and she says, well, there are a lot of reasons. True. And, yeah. and that, that Roy freaking out at the bar and throwing all the glasses, that, that like, is, uh, it seems like such a fine line. Mm-hmm. It was so fragile to begin with. Yeah. The, this whole new version of him was never that permanent to begin with. Um, but I do, but I do think that's really interesting that that particular act that, uh, like that Pam confesses to Roy is the thing that, that totally mm-hmm. detonates everything. And yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's in the same way that Holly not being there is actually the thing that might have saved that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, going back to the Holly, the Holly question is if, if Holly had seen Michael and been the only one laughing in the room and they have a nice moment together, a nice little conversation kind of thing. Maybe, maybe it kind of tells the viewer that Michael still has a chance, but it's not as direct or uh, dramatic as Pam reading the letter and telling him at the cafe, mm. what, I'm not in love with her. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I wonder, I wonder, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the sliding doors out there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The butterfly flaps its wings. If our friend Matt hadn't been working bar the night you guys got together and decided to come up with this show. (laughs) That's right. That's probably true. If he didn't feed me (laughs) $5 margaritas. Slide those chips over $1 margaritas. (laughs) If I had to pay when I went there, we never would have (laughs) gone. Never would have gone. Never would have gotten. I like that we were all VIPs at that restaurant for about six months. (laughs) Your money's no good here. I do remember very specifically also when that ran out. Yeah, it was harsh. <laughs> and he was like, I can't. Sorry. Uh, right. <laughs> full bill. All right. Well, guys, last last voicemail uh, for this yeah. year. Uh, okay. And it's it's a really sweet one. This is from, coming from Jacob. This is longer than what we look for, but you'll see why I left it long as he gives a. It's just a very nice voicemail to wrap up our year. Nice. Before you play it, did you want to do the Caleb voicemails as well or no? No, those are for those Patreon? are for Patreon. My bad. Okay, it's all go good. For it. Hey, more more little teaser. To join Ooh, Patreon. Wait, what does oh. that mean, Caleb? What does that mean? Oh, you should join Patreon. <laughs> you figure it out. All right, what's going on? It seems a little fe- <laughs> foggy. It seems a little lazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> last voicemail. Good evening and Merry Christmas to you, MSPC. This is Jacob calling from Nether Mifflin, Phoenix, and I just wanted to give a shout out to you all individually. Alex in the warehouse, you're doing an excellent job. Love it. Please try your best not to miss any episodes with the drop board. Those are tough. Those are tough. People have spoken. I'm sure your other fans can agree. What you say, we bitch? We love you and what you guys do, what you bring to the show. Edwin in sunny Los Angeles, I hope you are not locked out of your apartment and you are indoors enjoying the holidays. Yes. And Sean, wherever you may be, probably making a dinner sandwich in your oven one piece of toast at a time <laughs> who knows but i love you guys everything you've provided for this year um also shout out to ryan lloyd who designs all of your artwork and Anne, the un- unsung hero who brings 
Alex, mm-hmm. yeah. and drink during the podcast. <laughs> and the true. troops. <laughs> and the moms of the troops. <laughs> and please do not tell my fiance I'm drinking on a Tuesday. I'm sure you won't. Because you don't know her. Uh, I'd also like to give out a shout out to some of your other big fans, big listeners. Old Thaddeus in the Piney Woods of East Texas. Yeah. And also a shout out to Elsa who designed that bingo card. Uh, this oh, was yeah. a few episodes back, That's quite right. a few. I don't remember exactly when, but hilarious. Uh, thanks for the dedication putting that together because I still use it. Um, again, just Love everything you guys put out. Uh, keep it going. Also, I heard someone say first time, long time the other day. Uh, FYI, <laughs> it just reminded me of Nate. Um, <laughs> but love you guys. Love what you do. Um, I will be gifting myself a Patreon subscription to be as best taught very soon. I hope you guys are happy with that. <laughs> Yes, Love we show, are. Honestly, every day, listen, listen, listen. Love what you do. Keep it up, fellas. Great stop. <laughs> thank you. That was amazing. Yes, was thank you, Jacob. I forgot what? about the dinner sandwich thing. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I like, only kind of remember it. Wait, dinner? Well, <laughs> it was, I think it was like we we were talking. About, it was it must have been a cold open. When you you said you, you were eating a dinner sandwich or something. Yeah, it was like what 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 you eating for dinner? He's like, uh, it's it's this kind of it's like a dinner sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, Jacob, that was so That's good. Thank yeah, you, was great. That was great. That was a great end of year. It was perfect. <laughs> I think Jacob also echoes, like, we get a lot of amazing messages. We get a lot of messages of people who don't even necessarily want it to be on the show. We get a lot of messages from people dealing with, like, tough shit in their lives. Like, more than we ever thought yeah. we would. Um, and though we didn't, we didn't, you know, play one there at the end. Um, we, we, we listen to them all. And we've, we've heard them. We read the emails. And um, it's, it's very moving to hear about like how much we can help keep everyone company over these last couple of years. So huge shout out to everyone who called in, wrote in, interacted with us in any Especially, way. Especially I, I always think I'm sorry to, to, no, to interrupt you, Alex, but, but uh, I always think of that. <laughs> Pam says there are other better people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are There's other yeah, better people true. out there. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, but no, yeah. Appreciate you guys spending that time with us really and truly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you. So that concludes our voicemail portion. Sean, do you want to take us out with trivia? Yeah, I think I think we just have enough time for trivia here. We got a short trivia, uh, I believe. If we, if we've we got a beautifully brief trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Today's trivia comes to us from Kate from Kingsville, Maryland. Kate writes, "Hey MSPC, I adore your podcast and listen constantly. I've been keeping a running note on my phone of trivia to send you. So here you go." All right, five questions, guys. Question number one, how much and what kind of medicine did Ryan give to Michael in the injury? Three extra strength Tylenol? Yeah. Very close. Four Four. extra Extra strength strength. aspirin. Aspirin, Aspirin, yes. Mm -hmm. Question two. Do the same thing to my dog. Uh, uh, Angela asks, do you know how many photographers are at a ribbon cutting ceremony two two that's mm-hmm. right angela and- over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh question number three what three games does michael mention helped him 
through which tough spots in his life? So you have to name the game and the event in his life. Okay, parents' divorce is toss across. Uh, no, but t- you toss across is a game. I'll give you that. And uh, <laughs> toss across is a game. Is one of the games he mentions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Operation Battleship- one of the games? Operation got him through uh, his operation. His operation, right. <laughs> which is his vasectomy. Vasectomy, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Battleship, Battleship, Battleship got him okay. through his parents' divorce, and Toss Across got him through his breakup and, with Holly. Yeah. His breakup. Oh, that's right, because each game is like. A direct correlation. To yes, it. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, sorry if that wasn't clear. But uh, but yes, battleship, parents' divorce, operation, vasectomy. I toss e. across is operation. the funniest one. Yeah. Toss yeah. across is the funniest one. <laughs> I know, because it's also the latest in his life. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, also, the, uh, just the uh, idea that like battleship got me through my parents' divorce. Like that, that <laughs> game. <laughs> Who was he playing with? Yeah. I don't think you can get like good at battleship. <laughs> you know, it's like oh anyway. oh you can. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number four. What men have at some point served on the PPC party planning committee? Ryan? Yes. Jim? Dwight? Yes. Yes. Uh, I believe Oscar, Oscar. does. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. You got them all. Cool. Woo! Uh, all right. Finally. What road did Michael grow up on? It is mentioned in the client. It is. I know. I know. Uh, I feel like we might have asked this before. I think, Way I think this back has come when. up before. Satakoy Street, Slough <laughs> Avenue. I'm just coming up with roads that I know from the show. <laughs> yeah. Is it a Linden tree? Ab. Is it a tree name? Uh, so, so Ed, when you just mentioned Linden Ave, but can you tell me, Linden Ave is not the correct answer, but who does live on Linden Ave? Jim and Ooh. Pam. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, which was the second part of this question. Uh, okay. But um, Michael grew up on Kenneth Road. Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Road. Road. Okay, and that's one that you'll have to remember for next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have trivia and would like to send us some, please uh, email us. Our email is mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, which I think we do about four of these a year now, we were saying it's kind of... It's, it's a quarterly affair. It's quarterly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but please give us a call. It's 503-694-9314. If you keep it under two minutes, you could wind up uh, on the show. Uh, 90 seconds. <laughs> minute and 90, a half. You're going to cut it even shorter? No, that's what it's been at. Okay, all right, all right. That's what it's been at. Um, uh, <laughs> under a minute. It's gonna, it's under a minute, you, you rise to the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we are on uh, Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We have a store, mspcstore.com. Uh, you can go ahead and order some crew necks, some mugs. You know, you forgot to get someone a Christmas gift. I'm sure they'll forgive you with a beautiful MSPC. Oh yeah, mug with we got, artwork. We by heard the back from Ryan people Lloyd. who got their stuff uh, this year. There, everyone's loving it so far. Awesome. And I think it's time, Sean, you get in the lab and design some new products. Maybe a hat, mm-hmm. another shirt. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Get in the lab we'll with the pen and the pad, stuff. trying to get this damn label off. <laughs> yeah. Have some <laughs> more stuff coming <laughs> out on apparel. there. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and 
Uh, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. We pushed pushed it hard this episode, so I'll just say it's five <laughs> bucks a month. Scott's Tots, you get all the mailbag episodes. You get to ask us things, and that shows up on a monthly mailbag episode. Uh, you get uh, second season of Biscuits with the Boss. Ad-free episodes. Um, ad-free episodes of the main feed. Um uh, you're going to hear uh, Kayla's voicemails, which you might not even know what that means. Contribute uh, to a donation. Uh, and, yeah, you contribute to the Thurgood Marshall Fund. Which we uh, need to do our year-end uh, donation Ooh. for the last several months. Oh, and exciting. Big, big lump sum donation, and we'll have, our, we'll have our yearly amount there. It'll be nice. Sweet, sweet. So we will, we'll share with you guys how much that ends up being. Um, but uh, very special thanks to our Scott's Tots. Uh, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. Very special thanks to everyone who called us, if, you, if your voicemail got on the show or not. Um, just really appreciate you in, engaging with us and, um, and, and giving us your love. And, and we just we love you right back. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all our artwork. <laughs> this episode was recorded over video chat. Uh, we've said it quite a bit in this episode, but thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, for calling in, leaving voicemails, for spending some time with us. Um, this show is so much fun to do. It's always a joy. And, uh, we just appreciate you all for, for making it happen and making it possible. So, um, you know, we love you long, Tim. Take care. Stay <laughs> safe. And we'll see you next year. Pippity poppy. Give me this up. Yes, yes sir. sir. Da-da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.